You're listening to Ricky and Jimmy on Relationships, the show where we uncover the thoughts and behaviors that are sabotaging your relationship and what you can do about it. Jimmy and I are passionate about sharing the ways that imperfect partners like you and I can shift unhealthy relational dynamics and create closeness. So welcome, drop your defenses and open your heart, eyes and ears. Let's learn how to be the best partner we can be together. Okay, welcome back. Uh, I don't know what episode this is, but we are so <laughs> glad that you're back with us. Um, so today I have an interesting for you, interesting one for you, Ricky. So I made a video um, by the time this airs, it'll be a week ago. Um, I think the title was Validation, Not Incrimination. Anyways, I the, saw that. Yeah, I saw that one. So what was, what was interesting, validation is always interesting to me, and it's something that I was never taught. Um, Mm-hmm. which is sad because Same. you should we should all be taught that people's feelings matter i think what gets in the way of that and, and so so the reason that i wanted to talk to you about this is because i got a few comments from men mm-hmm. saying um and this is a very similar um this is something that i hear consistently um and i'll, mm-hmm. I'll just read you some of the comments sure we we don't need to validate wrong feelings and Mm. we can talk about this in a second i'll go through all the three of these and then we can kind of just dissect them um someone said feelings based on lies are wrong um Mm. and quote if the core belief is false then the emotion that follows is wrong so so therefore Mm. and i i understand the logic there um so it's kind of interesting to hash out because if if someone's, you know, core belief or if someone's if core assumption is incorrect, then I can understand how someone would say that whatever they're feeling, you know, like if one based thing on is that. based yeah. on that is is mm-hmm. is false. So it's okay for me to call that out and say, um, well, you're incorrect about your assumptions. So therefore, I'm not going to validate this feeling that you're having, because it's Mm -hmm. wrong. So, Mm -hmm. um, so I'll let you before I throw in my opinion, because you know me, I would (laughs) love I'm always in the market to throw my opinion. What's what is that kind of how does that resonate with you? What do you agree with? And what do you disagree with? Yeah, I'm sure you and I both have a ton to say about this after all of our reading on validation. And I have to admit, um, when I started looking into things like this, validation was a little confusing because I had the same thought. What if they're angry at me for something that I didn't do or something, you know, like, how can I validate that? But, um, validation gets a bad rap in the same way that boundaries do. You know, nobody wants to talk about boundaries because they think boundaries are putting up walls when we really want connection. But with validation, validation doesn't mean I agree with you validation just means your feelings are important to me that's it so and and not even hmm i was trying to think of some some good examples ahead of time for us to record this and i thought about um a child who's upset because they think that something that the parents have done is unfair right yeah and and i'm sure we all got this message when we were kids when we're angry about something that our parents are like that doesn't even make sense for you to be angry at it's hard. You can't look at a little kid and be like, yes, you're right to be angry about, you know, but at the same time, you also can't be like, you are not allowed to be angry right now because, and right. I'm, I heard that when I was little and I'm sure you did too. Yep. Um, so we carry that into our adult 
relationships. And unfortunately, this is going to be hard for the folks who hate validation to hear, but feelings aren't right or wrong ever. You know, um, right. let's say, let's say that you and I are friends, Jimmy, and I think that you've stolen we something from me. <laughs> we, we, just for instance, just, just pretend, right? <laughs> um, let's say that I think that you've stolen something from me, yeah. right? And I accuse you of stealing something and I'm very angry and yeah. you, your initial reaction might be, Ricky, you're not allowed to be angry at me because I haven't stolen anything from you, right? right? Let's say you can't prove that you didn't steal it either. That makes it even tougher. But right. really in that moment, um, I, don't, I don't necessarily need proof that you did or didn't steal anything. What I need to know is that as my friend, you care that my feelings are hurt. Yes. That's really like, that's where I'm going to go with all that. So I, hopefully I haven't completely steamrolled no. what you were going to say on this. No. Oh, no. Um, I, I, I want like to hear. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I want to hear your piece on this too. Let's hear no. about validation. No, I've forgotten everything I'm going to say. So, but I, but, I want, <laughs> but I wanted to piggyback off of what you just said, because I, I rarely mm -hmm. make this point and it needs to be made more is mm -hmm. like you said, if I care about our relationship, mm -hmm. then what you're feeling should matter to me, even if yeah. I don't necessarily agree. So like in that, in that exact scenario, which is an odd scenario, obviously, if you thought, <laughs> if you thought that your friend stole something, but it's possible, like, you, sure. you know, and you were angry and yeah. it couldn't be proven either way. What, what would help, what I believe would help you the most, like, let's say my, my agenda is I look, I'm looking at you and I'm like, well, I'm now upset because you're accusing me of doing something sure. that I didn't do. Yeah. But so my, my main goal shouldn't, shouldn't only be to clear my name, but mm -hmm. that is one of my goals because like, sure. That and that's sense. okay. That's okay for yeah. one of my goals to be, I want mm -hmm. my name to be cleared. So obviously I'm thinking of ways to like, how can I, I don't want her to think that I stole something and it's making me angry that she accused. So now I'm kind of like in this totally. tailspin of like, I need to figure anyways, my point is the <laughs> best way to accomplish that goal of, I want to clear my name, even if it can be proven, let's say it can be proven. Uh -huh. I still think it's first my duty as someone who cares about you to, yeah. to lead with understanding and curiosity and say like, okay, tell me what's happening. I want to know the full story. I, I, you seem very upset. Like I, I want to understand what happened. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. when you approach something from a place of like, I care and I want to know what's going on. And you, that person can feel that person feels at least at bare minimum heard and understood. Yeah. Even if you don't agree with it, I think that, I think that from that place between two mature people, I think mm -hmm. that that's where you can start to influence them and say, okay, now that whoever, however long that takes 10 minutes for me to, for you to feel heard and understood and validated, mm -hmm. um, where I sit, where I eventually say hearing what I heard, you know, hearing your story, I can completely understand why you'd be, why you'd be upset. Mm, that's um, diffusing the conflict right there. I is. feel even, even though this thing hasn't really happened between us, I yeah. still feel like Jimmy's listening to me, you know? And from that place, like I said, it takes two mature people. A lot of people get that mixed up. Like you can't, when it's two immature people or when even one person is immature, it's, this is going to be very difficult because yeah. it takes two people that say, okay, now that I feel heard and understood, tell me your side of the story or tell me like what you, so I'm, I'm just saying that that other person has a 
chance to talk. And then if I, mm-hmm. if you're feeling heard and understood and safe, and I say, okay, like, can I tell you my side of the story? You're mm-hmm. much more likely to be more open to it. And eventually, maybe I do have some sort of proof. And you're like, oh, my gosh, Jimmy, like, <laughs> I yeah. am so, you know, I can't believe. I'm but that would have never accused you. Of that that would have never yeah. happened if I did. If I just led out with you're crazy. That mm, never, no. like, whatever. Yeah, it, it, it wouldn't have never gotten to that point. So, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. I have a, I had something I wanted to add to this too, because I, yeah. my partner and I have lots of arguments that are based on one person thinking something and the other person thinking something else. And then somebody jumps to defend themselves. That's probably so um, many arguments. Yeah, sorry, it's so, so many, many arguments. Relationship but, conflicts. Uh, but unfortunately, um, and the Gottmans talk about this too, how a lot of these conflicts are unsolvable. And, uh, and I hate when you bring me, that up. Why are you always bringing I know, up unsolvable so sad, conflicts? But, but he, here's why, and here's what we can do about this too. Yeah. Um, the unsolvable conflicts that my partner and I have are based on differing values. Mm. And that is so hard because we both... Because it's something that we value, we both really think that we're right. Um, yeah. And and we both are really quick to try to jump to defend ourselves, too, because this is our very honor that we're talking about, you know? Mm. And when Chris and I have had to come to terms with the fact that sometimes something that's really important to him or really important to me is just simply not that important to the other person. <laughs> right. And that's the reason that they're not doing this chore to this standard or yep. remembering this thing that the other person holds dear. Um, so in that way, uh, when you discover that it's a difference of values that you two are arguing about, um, it's important that you agree as a couple um, that each other's feelings are the mm. important thing. We we just had a wonderful resolution recently where this so, this is going to sound so silly. Brace yourself for a silly. They're all, all of silly the arguments, are silly. aren't they? I mean, in, in, <laughs> when we talk about them on the outside. Yeah. 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 So. Um, he wants to keep we have a a sink with two wells you know and he wants to keep one side of the sink completely free of dishes because that's the area where he's scrubbing the dishes right for me i'm like what's the point of having this well if you can't put dishes in it ever that seems silly to me and and we this fight escalated (gasps) like you would not believe because we both felt strongly I didn't want to only have half a sink. That seemed Let's, like it would impact my life, you know? And he didn't want to have a, two sides filled up with crud. Well, um, not to I mean, there's he's doing more of the, whoever's <laughs> doing more of the dishes gets to make that call 100% of the time. Well, we, we, we're pretty close to 50-50 oh. on the dishes. Well, so I think that's part of the reason. Yeah. yeah, I think that's part of the reason we both had such strong feelings for it. How but, funny is that? The yeah, things we, we fight about. I'm sorry. Isn't that on. silly? <laughs> we and we came to the realization that um, it really was just a big difference in the way that he does things and thinks about things, and a difference in the way that I do things and think about things. Yeah. And it ended up. Um, I think I was the one who finally broke the standoff, and yeah. I came to him and I said, "Listen, if it's that important to you that half of the sink stays empty, I'm going to do that for you." I said, I don't get it. Like, I don't understand it. You know, and is, is this not classic validation, though? But uh-huh. I said, the fact that it bothers you to have things right. in the way when you do the dishes, that, that's important to me. Because I don't want to be, be the cause of you feeling frustrated. 
And so I'm going to stop putting dishes in this side of the sink. Um, Because really, when I thought about it, I'm like, how hard does it make my life really? You know, it it doesn't. So and he and he said, well, maybe there's one or two dishes that it would be okay. You know, the little ones, you know, because he felt heard and understood. So I love um, that. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes when it's a difference in values, it helps if one person gives a little bit more and then you both kind of realize maybe we're being a little silly about this. I love that. So if we can go back real quick, I just, not mm-hmm. that I want to start over, but I just want to touch <laughs> on some of these things and, and give you my opinion on them. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't need to validate a wrong feeling. Okay. Now I say in the video, one of the reasons, one of the things I had to learn about validation, one of the things I'm consistently practicing with Emily is that I'm not the, I don't want to be the judge of her feelings. I don't want her to feel judged like about that. her feelings. Yeah. And I feel like that statement, I don't need to validate wrong feelings mm-hmm. is very uh, prideful or self-centered or because like who decides what's a wrong feeling? Yeah. You, that's what I do. was just going like, to say what, yeah. that, that statement, I don't want to validate wrong feelings means that the speaker decides that they're the judge of whether or not feelings Absolutely. are right or wrong. And you, here's we, the problem. We can't judge with that. any man. No man is watching this that fits into that category. Cause we have, we've, we've, I, I wish I could remember your names, but I've, I've got, gotten reached out for multiple different men that say I'm, I'm listening Thank mm-hmm. you so much for, you know, the, it, it means the world to us, male or female, that you're listening. But it's it's especially nice. I know all the women would agree that it's especially nice when men reach out and say, hey, I'm I'm Frank. You're talking to Frank. I'm yeah. trying to learn. Yeah. I'm doing my best. Like, we're, we're all in this together, Frank. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm Frank as well. Um, okay. <laughs> but back to my point. Um, if, if when you say I don't need to, I don't need to validate wrong feelings. Imagine imagine one day when you had a feeling. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to bring the bedroom into this, but mo- a lot of men have feelings about the bedroom. Like, hey, that's I a don't great example. Like, I don't feel like you're really prioritizing me in the bedroom. Okay, mm-hmm. what if she said, "I don't need to validate wrong feelings," and he says, well, oh, "What are you talking? What are you talking ouch. about?" And she says, "That's a you don't ha- you don't need to feel that way. That's there's mm-hmm. no reason for you to feel that way." You would say. I mean, I can feel whatever I want. Like, what? Do you, what are, I don't. Who are you to say yeah. what I can feel? But that's exactly what we're doing when we say I don't need to validate her wrong feelings. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the next one, feelings that that are based on lies are wrong. That I understand what you mean, but mm-hmm. it. But like, it's a, like you said before, feelings aren't right and wrong. So once once we validate, once we empathize, once we be a safe place for them, then they will accept our influence and we can say, can I share my side of the story? Because I, I, I don't think that, or, you know, I, you know, I know you think that I did this intentionally, but I can show you that I didn't do this intentionally somehow. I don't know. So, and I want to, I want to jump in for the men too. I'll, I'll speak on behalf of women here really quick. Um, when she's upset about something and you're like, "Ah, I don't even want to address that because she's straight up wrong about that thing. We, some sometimes maybe most of the time we just want to know that you care about how we feel about it you know yeah. like even if nothing changes sometimes it's important just having my partner say you're upset and that makes me sad i don't want you to be upset that yeah. diffuses things for me personally and yeah. then we can come together and look for a solution or look yeah. for the truth or you know whatever it is that will end the the conflict it's like what you said earlier. Um, not that I make it a habit of treating my partner like a child, but but <laughs> but my children. I have four of them, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm 
in that world. But just like you said, when they're upset about something and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, that is, this is ridiculous. I have mm-hmm. to stop and think what, what are they thinking? Like what I'm, I want to see it through their lens. So mm-hmm. yes, they're crying because they saw someone else get a lollipop and now they want a lot. Like, I understand. I think that's stupid, but like, that's not <laughs> stupid to them. So like, right, it, right. so it's very difficult, but it, this all goes back to how important empathy is to our parent child relationships and how to our partner, partner relationship. Empathy is one of the whole ball games. Like if you read all the books, it really comes down to even professionally, they're starting to say that professionally, if you don't have empathy, you're not going to succeed professionally either. So like wow. empathy is everything. I mean, it's all about, just think about, and not that I'm going to tangent on narcissism because I promise you I'm not, but <laughs> right. the reason narcissism is so toxic, mm-hmm. true narcissism, I'm talking about narcissistic true nar- personality yes, nar- disorder. Exactly. Thank you for you clarifying. Look up NPD, look up, look up, um, true narcissism. It's the, the lack of empathy. That's what makes mm-hmm. it so toxic because they, they can't see through your lens. They don't have an interest in understanding your perspective. There's mm-hmm. no, everything is self-centered. Everything is about me, protection of me anyways. So, and Hey, at the yeah. risk of attacking our listeners too much, you're, <laughs> Am I doing uh, that? I'm so sorry. no, 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 that's what I'm about to do. So they need to brace themselves. Okay. The, the idea that, um, we aren't moved by our partner's pain mm. because it's wrong. That is a stark and, and glowing example of a lack of empathy. So dangerous. Um, yeah, so dangerous. And I know that that comes from the impulse to defend ourselves because typically they're, you know, they're Big directing time. it at, at us. So we're trying to defend ourselves, but um, we really do need to be more concerned with how they feel and how we can comfort them than whether or not the thing that they're feeling is is right or based on something that's worth getting upset about. I'm putting up yep. air quotes. Um, to us. And you know what? I don't want to interrupt you, but if you no, do I'm feel, yeah. if you do <laughs> feel unfairly attacked, that's not mm-hmm. to say that you never get your spotlight. That's not to say that you never get your time in the, whatever I'm yeah. trying to say. And I, I defend myself. How about you, Jimmy? I mean, if, if my partner is throwing something out and I truly have not done it, um, I, I don't hesitate to say, Hey, wait a second. I would it's, like to say I feel like I'm being accused of something that I didn't do. Let I, let me natural. explain myself. It's extremely natural for, mm-hmm. but and I used to do the same thing. Oh, I, are you I saying hold I'm my? Wrong? No, you're not wrong. It's just <laughs> yeah. it's probably not the best approach. Because, uh, okay. Because that's if fair. you think about someone that's emotionally dysregulated in that moment, or someone who's on mm-hmm. the verge of like uh, they're hyper aroused, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and things are emotionally charged. And because of course we don't come into conflicts, super calm. You know, I was just thinking the other day, I would love it if (laughs) you like, I've been feeling neglected and I just wanted to talk about it. No, they're like, I'm on my last freaking straw and Mm -hmm. you didn't do the dishes again. And I'm just so neglected. And you know what? I'm, I'm sick of this and you're so emotionally charged. And so if that person's like, I do the dishes all the time. Like they're defending right. themselves. Or I'm not even you, a, I'm not or you even that. I'm a self-righteous, like, Hey, wait a minute. I didn't do that. That's the last thing Absolutely. that activated person thing. wants to hear. Okay. Now I'm not saying that saying. now I'm not saying that we should come in so emotionally charged. There's other things that we've talked about how we need to come in regulated. We need to go calm down, yeah. do whatever you need to do, do some journaling, like take, yeah. take a minute. <laughs> before you how you approach your partner is extremely important when it comes to 
uh, I'm upset about something. I feel neglected. I have a, I'm having, I'm bringing a negative emotion to you. There's, there's a part, there's a part that we need to play as well. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a part that they need to play, but there's a part that we need to play too. Well, it's not, Jimmy, it's not with criticism or blame or yada yada. Right. Well, hey, role play with me a bit here, right? I would love let's, to. <laughs> let's go back to that scenario where yeah. I'm upset because I think you've said, Jimmy, I, here's a yeah. phone call, right? We're picking up the phone. I say, yeah. hey, that post that you just made, you stole that wording from me. I would never do that because I feel like you and I are pretty right, cool right, with right, that. Right. But in this imaginary that. scenario, I'm coming in guns blazing because I think you stole some wording from me that I thought was proprietary right. to me. And you know that you didn't, right? So, sure, so sure. rather than being justifiably upset and ready to defend yourself, what would you as the accused partner, what's, or partner, person in some yeah. type of relationship or friendship, what, what's a good first move for you if your partner so, is unfairly accusing you of something? So the first step is always uh, obviously curiosity. So you can either oh, say, like that. you yeah. can either say, um, you can either lead with what you're what with what you're sensing like i it sounds like you're really upset and that oh and, and i'd that, be like yeah i am i'm like, really yeah, upset I'm really you've done upset. something that makes me upset yeah exactly okay. and that's where it usually leads is once you say it sounds like you're upset they go mm -hmm. heck yeah i'm upset and then they mm -hmm. make another accusation you did something yes. and so that leads you to feel even more like well now i better put my foot down because they're they're ramping up the accusations right but that's when right. we need to be like even more cognizant of like, okay, ramping up on my end is not going to help anything. So I have yeah. to figure out how to deescalate. And mm -hmm. so you can either lead with like, I really care about what's going on. Can you tell me more about like what led to you to feel that way? Um, oh, it's hard to attack someone saying that. Um, see, I'm trying hard. to think of my part in the role play here. And when you say, I really care about this, tell me more about it. It's like, Ugh, he wants to listen to me. That doesn't really sound like somebody who's stealing stuff from like, me. That's true. Uh, and they're like, well, yeah. And some, but some people are like, yeah, I do. If you want to listen, great. I'll lay it on thick, you know? Mm. Um, so, <laughs> so the, the ways that we deescalate is by being a good listener, being curious about what what happened? Like, even even if you have to ask them, like, walk me through the whole, walk me through the whole thing. Like, what mm -hmm. did, what were you feeling when you saw that post or like, or just reiterating back what they're saying to you. So you say, you stole that from me and you can mm -hmm. say, so it, it seems like you are angry because you feel like I stole you or you, it seems like I stole something from you. And then mm -hmm. they say, yeah, yeah, I'm angry. It, at the very least, it's validating for you to say, I can completely understand how you would feel that way. Um, now, mm -hmm. from that person's perspective, it almost sounds like, oh, so you agree that you stole it. Yeah, and, that's, and now here's, my brain went there. My brain yeah, went now, there just now. I now was like, oh my gosh, he doesn't even care that I'm mad. He's like, you're mad. Of course you are. Anybody's mad when <laughs> exactly. people get stolen from. <laughs> when you de-escalate and someone else is trying to escalate, it almost makes mm -hmm. them even more mad because you're not ramping mm -hmm. up. You're like, you're calm and you're trying to be collected. And right. that almost, to them, it almost seems insensitive. It almost mm -hmm. seems or like- Or guilty, yeah. Or guilty. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. they, so if they say- um, what did I just say? If they say, oh, so you agree you did it. Yeah. So here's the interesting thing about validation that people, especially men, need to understand is it, it doesn't mean that you're agreeing and you have every right to say, while I, while I, it sounds to me like you're very angry because I said something and you interpreted that as stealing. Now, of course, that person's mm -hmm. going to say, I didn't interpret it. You did it. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> but, but you're well within your right. And it's still validation for you to say, 
Um, while I didn't intend to do that, and I cannot agree that I stole that from you, I can completely understand how that would make you so angry to believe that someone that you cared about stole that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is still validation. I love that. I love that. And I, and I, it's, it seems hard to argue and attack someone who says this relationship or this friendship is important to me, you know? Yeah. And you're right. It, it, yeah. At the end of the day, it's all about that teamwork. Um, mm-hmm. you want the other person to feel like you matter more to me than any fight that we're going to have. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't ever want there. I don't want there to be, um, disconnection and distance yeah. between us. So hopefully after you say something like that, I'll say, okay, well, let's look into this more. Cause that post really does yeah. sound a lot like something that I just, that I just posted. So can we compare yeah. them and see what happened? And I feel like if, if you truly do have empathy and, or, and care about my feelings, you probably will look into that with me, even though, you know, you didn't that. do anything yes. wrong. Yeah. Yes. And that's, that's another, um, miss. I don't know. That's another thing that I get a lot of men saying that, um, that they're just going to use this against me, or they're just going Mm. to, if I validate her emotions, then, then, um, then I have to agree with the fact that like I stole something or or I lied. Like I, but that, that's not true. You can say, yeah, I, I think our example was good. You know, don't yeah. you that it's, yeah. n- n- we would never be telling people f- for Jimmy to say, you're right. I stole that. You know, that's not validation. You know, yes. I- if he didn't steal anything and for him to go, oh, you're right. I'll take down my last thing. You're, you know, that's not validation yes. and it's okay. not good for the relationship on either side. That's exactly what I was going to say. I'm sorry. I lost my train of thought for a second, but <laughs> it, it, validation doesn't mean that you have to take accountability for things that you didn't do. And that's right. the big issue that I hear a lot of men don't, they don't understand that they're like, yeah. They just don't understand that I, I'm, I'm not telling you to apologize for things that you don't feel like you did wrong. Uh, yeah. You don't just have to appease them. You don't just have to, it can no. still be validation. And as even a woman, if you say, I don't, agree I don't with want that. that. I mean, I hope they can that hear right? that too. As a woman, I don't want my partner as a person. I don't want my partner to be right. admitting to things that they didn't do just to Think make of me a friendship. feel better. Like you and, yeah, you and me, well, too. we used to be friends. I don't know about this. Uh, episode, not anymore. Not after you rip off my posts. But that's, right? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want you, if I ever came to you with a complaint, I wouldn't want you to just, Mm -mm. I wouldn't want you to just either shut down or just say like, fine, you're right. I'm a terrible person. I'll do whatever you want. Like, no, No. I don't want that. I I just want an honest conversation where we're both, where we both respectful. That's all I want, you know? And, and at the same time, and this is hard for the, the men who are messaging you to hear, I also want you as my friend to care about when I'm upset about something, whether you Absolutely. did it or not. The 100%. main, the main issue is that you care when I'm upset and, and want to do whatever you can to help me through that. You know, isn't that what we all should be doing for each other? Ideally. Anyways. Yeah. So, ideally. so, so let's go back to, I, I thought of this example and I'll be quick tell me if mm-hmm. it, tell me if it makes any sense. Okay. Let's say that this is a man example. I'm trying to give, I'm trying to help the men out to understand. <laughs> so like, let's say that, that, that you went camping, right? And you, mm-hmm. you were out camping with your buddies or, or your kids and you heard from another camper that was leaving. There's some like bears in the area and mm-hmm. you're like, oh crap, there's some bears in there. Like that's not good. So one night you're in the tent with your, you know, six year old boy and mm-hmm you hear some rumbling outside and you start to get scared. I mean, you start to have, there's a fear that wells up in you Mm -hmm. and that's a feeling. 
you're feeling a, a fear. Yeah. And now, would you say that's right or wrong? You would say, well, it's right because there might be a bear outside. Okay, but on upon further inspection, it's not a bear. It's your yeah, buddy it's that's a... stumbling drunk through the trying to pee somewhere. <laughs> right. And and so, but in that moment when you didn't know if it was a bear or not, if someone said to you, well, mm-hmm. you shouldn't feel that way. It might not be a bear. And you're like, but it might be a, like, I don't know what's yeah. happening. So here's the problem. Here's my main thing. That feeling, you didn't choose to have that. You didn't say- no. I should be afraid that might be a bear. No, right. it instinctually happened. And in mm-hmm. the same way, there's a lot of people that are in relationships with a lot of past hurt. There's been a lot of bear attacks mm-hmm. in their life. And so, <laughs> like they're, that. Yeah. so they're hearing something yeah. that they don't exactly know what to make right. of this. And it feels like a bear and attack. And it feels like there's yeah. an attack happening. Mm-hmm. And so things obviously happen. They didn't choose those feelings. Yeah. And that's, I'm just trying to get a little bit of a, I hope that you can come up with some better examples on why no, feelings are No, I think that's a great example. Um, feelings e- just happen. They're not yeah. right or wrong. Even, even the dishes thing that I brought up earlier that I thought was so silly, Chris had a bear attack in his past, I'm sure, yeah. with perhaps a partner who would load the sink completely full of dishes and he never had any room to do his sure. share of the dishes or it's not about and, the dishes at all it's just about do yeah, you or it's like exactly. are you willing to give up are you can i rely on you enough to where if something yes. is important to me you will give it up oh that sounds especially like a really big bear especially attack. something subtle or something, yeah. something insane, right. insignificant. something subtle like the dishes can be a bigger indication of here's someone who's 100%. not willing to make sacrifices for me 100%. and that's a bear attack that's a bear that he's attack. defending himself against big even time. though i think it's silly and not something worth getting all upset about um his feelings and his fear are important to me i don't want to be riling yes. up feelings of fear in him and that brings up an interesting thing because i understand what they mean by well if the motive or if the if the core belief is wrong then the mm-hmm. subsequent emotion is wrong but but that core belief when you don't like i didn't know whether it was a bear or not i didn't know it was drunk dave trying to you know take a wee so yeah. like there's that happens all the time in our relationships feelings just happen and it's okay like for instance let's say you have trust issues in your past yeah, which tons of people do. They've been hurt in the past, whether by their by their core, you know, by their primary caregivers or by past mm-hmm. partners or even their current partner. Let's say you have trust issues, and like God forbid, take Emily. You know, I had a betra- I, I betrayed her, and mm-hmm. let's say that she starts feeling insecure one just randomly one day, and she yeah. like wants to look at my phone. Is that wrong that she's having a feeling? There might be no actual evidence. For that mm-hmm. and but if she came to me and she said i'm feeling really insecure um you've just been texting a lot and i don't know who you're texting mm-hmm. it would be wrong of me to say well you shouldn't feel that way because there's no actual evidence i mean right. i haven't betrayed you in years and years and years why why, why are you coming to me now you shouldn't feel that way yeah so i think it, it would yeah. be very insensitive of you it would be of very course. insensitive to her former bear attacks to say yes. don't you can't feel that way it's like and, and even if i wasn't the culprit maybe there maybe there was some other yeah even if you haven't betrayed your partner, you should yes. still care about there's, I guess in, in my video, I said, there's a reason feelings are still real, regardless yeah. of whether or not you believe, I don't know. Does that make sense? So no, they absolutely are real. Um, and they're not just imaginary things, you know, right. feelings are biological processes in us, in yes. our brain, in the wirings in our brain. 
Um, and I love that you said are that our partners aren't choosing to have these feelings either. It's almost yeah. like these feelings are happening to them. So as somebody 100%. who cares about this other person, maybe even loves this other person, uh, we should care about about soothing those wirings and firings that are making them upset. Yes. And that can be hard to do when you feel attacked, but it is still something that we should try to do for each other, yes. both, both parties. I love that. The, the, the only other point I'll make on that is, is that I want to reiterate that like, I, that doesn't mean that I believe that all feelings are trustworthy or should be acted oh, upon. No way. No, but not at all. Lots of them aren't. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But, Tons but, of them. Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't make them any less real. And no. if we care, if we value this person, I yeah. still care about what, what goes on with Emily, even if she's having a fee, a fear or, or an insecurity yeah. or I still care. I still care about mm -hmm. that. They're, these are our partners. These are people that I'm, we love. I'm glad so. that you said that. Feelings are real, but they're yeah. not necessarily trustworthy or something that we should act on if yeah. if we're you know using our rational brain about them. Yeah. And since mm -hmm. this is an episode about validation, I think that it would be helpful. I, I've already dominated this, so I don't want to take <laughs> up all your time. But but I think it'd be helpful to go through some some what does what are some things we should avoid when it comes to invalidation. I have I have a list of that. I made a list for the second part of our look at that. We didn't even talk about this. That's what I have. Okay. So I have uh, some tips on how to validate a partner, uh, yes. which includes tips on how to not invalidate a partner. I, lo I They're love that. Kind of all rolled into one. Um, Let's do so it. the very, very first one is it's important that we acknowledge their feelings, which is something yep. that we've already said, but um, being able to name the feeling that you see yes. specifically can be really helpful so for a partner who's dysregulated uh, because sometimes they don't even realize what they're feeling. You know, yeah. it's, it sounds to me, this might sound like it sounds to me like you have a lot of frustration and yeah. maybe they haven't even named that in their head. So then they're going, yes, I am frustrated. And you know what? So, Sometimes you're wrong and they, and they correct you oh and that's gosh. still okay. Exactly. They can say, Sometimes, no, yeah. I'm not frustrated. I'm <laughs> this. And you can say, okay, well, thanks. Mm -hmm. I still want to know, like, let's do this. Let's have this conversation. Yes. I've been wrong. Um, on that note also. Wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who hasn't? Um, it's also not a good idea to try to tell them how they're feeling. You know, so true. I've had so true. people do that. Um, you're angry. You're really angry. Yeah. And I'll go, I'm not angry. I'm not angry. And they'll go, yes, you are. And it's like, don't, so don't try to tell no. your partner how they're no. feeling. There's a big difference between putting you. feelings in their body and yes. just being curious about what's going on. Yeah. Right. Uh, because it's invalidating, right? That's Very another much so. Uh, do you have something to add to that or should I move on to the next bullet no, point? No, let's no? do it. Okay. Um, it's important to check your body language. I am oh, really so guilty good. of this one. Yeah. Um, make sure that you're facing them. You mean both partners probably. Yeah. Both partners, but we're just talking to the, the partner who's the listening receiver. to this podcast okay, okay. and yeah, thinking yeah. about things heavily right now. So if you're the partner who's more aware because you just freshly listened to Ricky and Jimmy on relationships, uh, <laughs> in this conflict, check your body language, make sure Love you're that. facing your partner. I have yes. a tendency to kind of cross my arms and clam up when I, we get in conflict. Uh, try not to do that. Crossed legs, crossed arms are barriers that tell your partner, I'm defending myself against you. Yes. We don't want to do that. Um, I also, when things get really intense, sometimes I'll like out of habit, pull my phone out 
because my Ooh. phone's like my happy, comfortable place. So invalidating. Yeah. N- yes. Nothing enrages Chris faster than when we're in a conflict <laughs> and I am like checking my phone yeah, for something. I got mad just just watching you. Totally. I'm so sorry, Jim. I didn't mean to do that. Um, yeah. So that's um, but that's body language. Um, and I also and habits. Right. I have to be mindful sure. of my poor phone habits that I'm not invalidating my partner when he's upset about something. I love that. Uh, eye contact is insanely uh, important. Dr. Stan I, Tatkin. Da, Dr. Stan Tatkin. Taught us Eye contact is tough for me. So for me, especially when my partner and I are in conflict, conflict, I have to force myself to make eye contact with him. Um, because I know that it's really important to him that I'm like laser, you know, I have like a laser focus on what he's saying. And it makes things so much harder from a vulnerability standpoint but it also yeah. makes it a little more softer it's hard to be yeah. it's hard to like <laughs> stare at someone and be like fully engaged both of you are like fully engaged and yeah. for you to like i don't know it just softens it it, it it de-escalates the tension a little bit it does and and for the folks who are immediately going to fly into the youtube comments and say direct eye contact is a threat and that's right because that's what <laughs> right, i'm waiting right. for that's what i was thinking yeah <laughs> Um, if you're worried that your direct eye contact is going to feel threatening to your partner, it's okay for you to just be facing them with maybe a hand on their hand, right? Yeah. There are other ways to connect if you think that your eye contact is going to be threatening. For my partner, right. he really loves eye contact. So maybe read the room, Aww. read your partner. You read know? the room. And you know what? If there's a lot of threat going on, you should probably take a 30 and come back later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Um, Like Jimmy said earlier, next bullet point, we want to try to understand their feelings, not their reasoning. You might disagree with their reasoning. Yes, let's go feelings first. And curiosity about their feelings and how they came to feel that way is a great way to start that. Um, I know I've said in the past, uh, I don't think we see eye to eye on this, but I don't want you to feel sad because that makes me sad too. Um, Is there anything that we can do to work together to either like figure out how we got here or figure out how we can get out of it? I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, And my last bullet point, uh, you might have some to contribute to this too. Yeah, I do. Is to uh, focus on the future and collaboration. So my partner and I get stuck in um, trying to dredge up the past. That can be sure. very invalidating, you know, just because I've messed oh, up yes. the dishes once doesn't mean, or or a hundred times in the past, it doesn't mean that I'm not actually committed to finding a way out of this. So try not to dredge that. up the past and um, work together on solution-oriented ways to address the future, rather than trying that. to figure out who's right. Or wrong. Yeah, I love or that. Or wrong. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I felt I need to add that. It just felt like... No, that's all right. I liked it. It was fitting. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> um, so what I wanted to go over just really quickly is just kind of some examples of mm-hmm. here's some of the things I've been guilty of. Here's some of the things I've heard other people say that I felt like, wow, that was so invalidating to that love person. It. That makes me... that I feel invalidated just hearing that secondhand. Um, <laughs> and you know what? When you... If you're the... I can't imagine that there being that many people that are listening that that are guilty of some of these, even though we're all guilty in a, in a sense. But mm-hmm. but um, even if you're someone who has these things have been said to, um, it's perfectly okay to hear them and say, "I yeah, like that is invalidation," and like I I don't want mm-hmm. to hear that anymore. I don't want my partner to say that to me anymore. It's perfectly okay. It, it's well within your right to say what you're 
when you do that, you know, it makes me feel so abandoned and rejected and invalidated. And I don't like, I don't want to, I don't want you to say that anymore. Like mm -hmm. we can come up with a better way. Everything that I say here, there's usually a better way to say it. So tell me yeah. if you've heard any of these or if any of these resonate, but these are all okay. examples of invalidation. And I, I don't want, I, I don't say them anymore. I don't want my partner to say them anymore. I don't want anybody to say them anymore because they're just, <laughs> they're just immature ways to either you know, whatever. And so, counterproductive, as Dr. Stan Tacken would say, if when I hurt you, I also hurt me, you know? I love that. So here's a great, here's some great examples of invalidation. Um, you're too sensitive. You're being too sensitive. Oh, did, did you hear my heartbreak from over here? <laughs> to, I'm, so to, I'm telling you, okay, to the, <laughs> the listeners. The first, first one, and she's the like, The first no. one, dagger to the soul. <laughs> to, to the anxious attachers who are, right. who are over at our podcast here from my yep. page. Um, yep. You're too sensitive is like oh the gosh. main insult that we get. If you wanted to pierce me through the heart, yep, you, that's how you do to, it. <laughs> to tell me I'm too sensitive. First of all, according mm -hmm. to whose standard, let me guess yours. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's just, it's so, it makes me feel so, we are not a team in this. You're mm -hmm. too sensitive, meaning you're the problem. If you yeah. would just stop being the problem, then things would be fine. Anyways, okay, yes. here's some more. So, so moving right along, uh, let me patch my heart back up. Stop telling your partners I'm, they're too sensitive. I'm that pretty is sure horrible. It's gonna be ripped back open in just a second. <laughs> okay. Obviously, when you tell someone that they're overreacting or stop being dramatic, those, these oh, are all examples of massive That's what I say to my partner. See, Here's now I <laughs> now I feel attacked in a different way. Okay. Good. We should so, all this is all about accountability. No, here. this like, is fantastic. You know, I needed to hear this too. Okay, so let's hear that again. A big one that stop being so dramatic. Don't tell yes. your partner that. If they're being dramatic about something, it means that it's really important to them. Huge. Yep. Uh, you shouldn't feel that way is obviously classic. We all know that that's, unfortunately, people are still being told this, but we all mm -hmm. know that that is just massively invalidating. I mean, mm -hmm. why, why we'll get to this in a second, but why would you even tell your partner that? Okay, here, let's get through mm -hmm. this quickly. Cause we, I know we gotta, you gotta go. Um, <laughs> how about this? You do the same thing to me. Like, I don't get upset. I, you do the Ew. exact same thing to me and I don't get upset. Why are you like, why do you make such a big deal about nothing? This is, this is classic yeah. invalidation. Yeah. Um, why do you always bring up the past? Why can't we just move on? You touched on this. This is very mm -hmm. important. I get this complaint mm -hmm. all the time. Why does, why does my partner always say this? One of the reasons that they might always say this is because that past was never validated and trust was never yeah. rebuilt or the empathy was never there. Or, um, so a solution wasn't found either. If, if you guys are fighting over the same thing over and over and over again, whatever solutions you're implementing are not working. So, so true. Mm -hmm. Um, geez, I was just joking. Can't you take a oh, joke, Ricky? Oh, I hate that one. I hate that. I hate we should never. One. Are you a professional comedian? No. Okay. Then, <laughs> and then and like, moreover, if my joke hurts you, and I care about this relationship, that should right. matter to me. Hundred percent. Hundred percent should matter. The only reason it doesn't matter is because we have very fragile egos, and we mm -hmm. feel we immediately. But let's get to that in a second, because I I think that's a really important. <laughs> Once we get through these, I really want to talk about why we would invalidate our partners because okay, I think it's sweet. so important. Okay. Yeah. So let's get through these really quickly. Um, how about, I guess I can't do anything right. I'm always the mm, bad guy. I, I, um, part of anxious I attachment I understand is being that. overly critical. You understand that one that I mean, I've, I've thought you? that, oh, yeah, of course I've thought yeah. that, but, but it's still invalidating, invalidating when, I, when my partner's trying to share a feeling and I'm yeah. immediately going, oh, I guess I can't do anything right. Yeah, I'm sorry yeah. I interrupted you. Um, Anxious attachers will tend toward being critical about things, especially sure, if the partner feels so unheard. Yeah, totally. Will 
will say, hey, you've done this thing that I don't like. And the partner may do something to remedy it a little bit, but it's not enough. So then we kind of raise the bar. Well, now I need, okay, you did that, but now I need you to do this. Now I need you to do this. Yes, and, um, yes. and if you're the partner of somebody who's raising the bar on, on what it takes for them to be happy, you might feel tempted to say, well, nothing I do is ever good enough. I guess I'm always wrong. I, exactly. Yeah. And that's, um, yeah, that's invalidating. That's Here's, a, here's some things that are in, invalidating. No, no, you're doing great. Here's <laughs> some things that, um, that we all experience. Like, uh, let me, let me tell you some things. This the person I'm thinking of is the mom of young kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's complaining or she's trying to, you know, she's just talking about how difficult her life is. And mm-hmm. someone, usually an older generation, maybe, or maybe even someone that doesn't have kids or something, they just said, well, it could be worse. I mean, it could be worse. That's invalidating. Oh. That's invalidating. Like, yes, it's not trying to understand this person's plight or feelings or perspective or experience it's essentially just saying like you should just be happy or just focus on the positive why why why, why are you so focused on the negative that is not to say that we should be negative nancy's but we Mm -hmm. but 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 to say just focus on the positive there's a danger there because we should have suppressing like looking acting like those feelings are bad and we shouldn't experience them is the opposite once you accept them and feel them and and realize what's going on that's when they can pass through you suppressing them and acting like well those feelings are bad so i'm not going (laughs) to feel those feelings that never works would you agree i would and i know as a chronic it could be worser i i that's one that i used to throw out at people a lot mainly because i'm an optimist you know and i would be like well um yeah but i didn't realize how invalidating it could be worse is and i love that you said and it it makes it so that it's not okay for them to be upset yes, about the thing that they're yes. upset about. And I yes. didn't realize that I was doing that. Sometimes it could be worse comes from a good intentions, but it's not. Absolutely, it yeah. doesn't work. Yeah, because I'm so, I'm I believe in gratitude. I want us all to feel some sort of you know gratitude. We should all be, uh, you know, our our compass should always be pointing towards gratitude. But that doesn't mean that just because it went off to feel this that like. Oh no 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 no! Let me point you back to gratitude. Like no, they can feel that thing. Like I, <laughs> yeah. I'm a I'm a dad of four kids. I'm a stay at home dad of four kids. For anybody that doesn't know that I'm staying at home, there mm-hmm. are days where I feel all kinds of feelings and emotions towards my kid, kids, and I'm still grateful for them. But it's yeah. still hard as you know. I feel like I'm in a prison some days that mm-hmm. you know with no escape, mm-hmm. and that's okay. I'm allowed to feel that, and I can process that but to say like you shouldn't feel that way you should be grateful for your children like i can feel two things at once anyways um <laughs> can you feel there's hostility there um, i can another, i can another and, wait and another i one. and i think this, i'd oh, like you on. to reiterate that too it's you can feel an emotion like being upset about something yes and you can still be grateful for for 100 your partner every, or the situation and every parent understands that yeah mm-hmm. here's one that i i've heard people say to women, these, these same women, um, uh, three kids, I'm sure people say it to men too. Um, but like, suck it up, you know, like suck it up oh, and just like you, you yeah. chose this. How about you chose this? You wanted to be I've a mom. Heard that. Yep. You chose this. Yep. This, you that signed up for what this. People that's say, what, that's what I, that got. is what immature people say that can't handle you bringing your negative emotions to them. And mm-hmm. here's, what's going to happen. That person will probably never come back to you 
for any sense of comfort, any sorts mm -hmm. of like, I would like to talk about what's going on in my life. You are not a safe place for them. Now, no one's listening that's ever that person probably. <laughs> but I meet so many people and I don't mean to be mean, but the more that I learn about this stuff, the more I see how shallow so many people are and they can't mm -hmm. handle your, uh, they just can't handle any depth to this relationship. So they're just like, suck it up. Like, that's what yeah. my parents told me. Or that's what this told me. It's all just generational trauma passed down where nobody can handle negative emotions. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I'm on a tangent. Well, um, let me, let me piggyback on your tangent a little bit too. I know Please. my partner's guilty of a lot of suck it up. You know, that's kind of something that he sure. defaults to. And for a while that really enraged me. But when I thought mm -hmm. more about it, I know, um, he's like really intensely uncomfortable with my discomfort because he feels mm. responsible for it. That's so, so good. Yeah. yeah. So for him, suck point. it up might be, I know suck it up might be, he doesn't want me to feel like he's the cause of my misery. Right. You, you, you transitioned perfectly into what I want to spend oh, just eight, okay. eight minutes on. And that's <laughs> why we would potentially invalidate because oh, here's what, here's it. what, let's here's what it. most people think. People invalidate because they're self-centered narcissists like right. that, you know, but <laughs> no. that's not always true. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. Self-centeredness. In a small fraction a, of the time. Yes, that yeah. is true. But I, we're not talking I think about self, that most of the time. Yeah, I don't, I'm not talking about narcissism as much as I am. Now, self-centeredness is a huge problem in, in relationships. Don't get me mm -hmm. wrong. I could spend a whole episode on just like <laughs> how dangerous self-centeredness is. But I wanted to talk to you about what floats around in your brain when you think of why people, why partners, I don't believe they're intentionally trying to hurt the, their partner. So why mm -hmm. are they, what's happening that they're unintentionally hurting their partner? You, t you touched on one just then where you said mm -hmm. he is very uncomfortable with my discomfort and he actually mm -hmm. cares. So he's trying to like help quote air quotes. He's trying to mm -hmm. help, but what ends up happening is I still feel unheard and I still feel alone and, yeah. you know, more disconnected than before. So can you touch on anything else of why, yeah. why would do people invalidate their partners? Mm -hmm. Um, further into that, like I said, I hate, I hate to keep using my partner as an example. So maybe yeah. I won't, maybe I'll make it more general. <laughs> like yeah. I said before, sometimes our partners are worried that we're going to think they're the reason yes. that we're upset in our lives. And so. Yes it's really important to them that we don't feel that way and they don't know how to solve our problem. Yep. So sometimes it feels safer for them to just say, you don't really need to be feeling that way. Okay. So what, what I found, what I wrote down, what I found fascinating is that one of the reasons I think we invalidate our partners is due to shame. And I'm oh. sure you would agree. Yeah. So some people are, when they were growing up, imagine someone in this, this kind of, tags along a little bit with avoidant attachment, but like imagine someone that felt like they could never make a mistake. Uh, imagine yes. someone that grew up in an environment where their parents were critical of them. Um, they felt like love was going to be taken away if I messed up or I can't be seen as a failure or whatever the thing may be. And then that person gets into a relationship and their partner, um, has a negative feeling, a negative emotion, which I'd never said this earlier, but I want to reiterate that you are going to un unintentionally hurt each other. That's one of the facts about a relationship is you are going to unintentionally hurt one another at some point. And, and I, I'm, should... 
really yeah. glad that you brought attachment into this because like you said, shame causing a partner to invalidate another one is a big struggle of the avoidantly attached. Huge struggle. Yeah. Um, so if you feel like you were never able to make a mistake, that's going to translate into your, your romantic relationship, uh, you know, tenfold. And so when your partner comes to you and says, I feel neglected or I feel abandoned or I feel hurt because of something you did. Now, I'm not saying that they say it, even if they don't say it in a mean way, you're still going to be very triggered and think, oh gosh, I made a mistake and I can't make a mistake or else love is going to be taken away. And that triggers some sort of fear of abandonment. And so I need to make the problem go away. And this is why women complain so much that men are always trying to fix the problem. They're trying to do something good, but it's, but they're actually counterproductive and they're like, they're doing the opposite of what they're trying to do. They're trying to protect the closeness, but they're actually leaving you more, more unheard and alone than before. So, but there's still a reason. And we, and I, I don't know about you, but I always love to think like, what's the reason behind this? Because there's often a reason. Yeah. I love, uh, finding the reason behind the frustrating things that we and our partners do. It helps, yeah. it helps take out the sting a little bit, you know, finding mm. that then we can sometimes see that not everybody has bad intentions too. Sometimes that it's a well-intentioned so person underneath that bad behavior. And you know what you can say to your partner? I bet that through your lens, you're trying to protect this relationship when you oh. tell me, or you're trying to protect me. You're trying to help my feelings when you yeah. say, well, let me just tell you the details or let me just, uh, let me interrupt you and tell me, uh, let me defend myself and figure out, I, I, I don't want you to see me in a negative light. I understand that y you might be afraid to be seen as a failure, or you might be yeah. afraid that I'm going to take away love. I'm going to take yeah. away your love, but that's not what's happening. I'm not, I, there's no threat of me leaving. There's no threat of me taking away your love. I sh I just want to be able to come to you and feel like you care about my feelings. And I love and, that. You know, yeah. I'm reminded of my example earlier too, where I said, I feel like I need to defend myself right now. And you're like, yeah. not so fast, Ricky. That sounds <laughs> yeah. like a little girl who's afraid to be seen as 100%. failing, right? 100%. We yeah. all are. We mm -hmm. all, I, I, I still have the same exact, I have to squash that in myself. <laughs> anytime, anytime Emily brings up a negative emotion, I have to, I have to say like, there's no, there's not an actual threat here. I don't need to defend myself. Even yeah. if I know that this is, even if I know that like, I can fix this or I can, you know, I can tell her something and it's going to make her feel better. I still try to lead mm. with, you know, I still take the time to good shut for up. You. And <laughs> yeah, no, good for you. That's a good thing to be working on. It's forever work, this stuff too, by the way. Anyone who says, man, I wish I was Ricky or I wish I was Jimmy. Uh, no, Jimmy and yeah. I screw this stuff up constantly. 100%. So. <laughs> 100%. One day I'll bring my wife in. She's a little camera shy, but one day I'm going to bring her in and, 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 Oh let, yeah. You know, let her tell you Jimmy's still a work in progress. Yeah. Yeah. My are. partner too. Wouldn't that be a yeah. cool show? Perhaps we should do that and they can she's let very, the world she's know. She's very camera shy. So yeah. I'd have to, uh, I, I don't know how we're going to bribe her, but we'll figure it out. She likes wine. Anybody want to send wine to my house? She'll go yeah. cook them up for wine. <laughs> right. I can't think of what would work for Chris. I don't Well, I'm going to, we're going to let Ricky go cause she's um, got some other stuff going on, but, but thank you so much. This was fun. Yeah. This was and a good one. I hope Validation. That people got, I hope, I hope people got, I can't believe we talked on it for this is probably 50 minutes but we could talk about this stuff forever you know you know what i didn't think this was going to happen but i learned some things today here i thought here i thought i, I knew always, what yeah. everything there was to know about validation and um you schooled yeah. me so thanks jimmy no i always learn i always <laughs> you always trigger things like help, you always help me to figure i can't talk on my own as people have seen so you always help me to go oh yeah that, that's what i was trying to say let me let me piggyback on that real quick yeah <laughs> Anyways. Okay. So thank cool. you so much for listening and we'll uh, we'll see you in the next one. See you guys next time.